0: It's July 4, 2020. It's Happy Independence Day for USA, and uh, you are listening to Nick Yu, also known as Faces Trader, here in Spotify channel. Uh, let me just present to you a few things that I know about wearable trends. So, for the past three days already, I have been studying the wearable trends and i honestly think i could have given Vuzi more justice in my friday free class on youtube like an awesome 10x had it only been uh you know it was mired with some audio and internet difficulties and uh a lot of suggestions about like why i had to show videos when uh they can watch youtube in the first place for that Uh, i'm truly sorry uh if you felt that it it wasn't well researched but actually um, it's just so hard for me to share to you everything I know about uh, these trends without showing you the entire picture. Uh, maybe I could have done better by just screenshotting all of some all of the amazing stuff inside videos that I, you know, I could have done that. Yes, I could have. But um, so that you could listen to me more on what I have to say rather than watch somebody else's YouTube video in my first maybe fifteen to twenty minutes. But um, what you need to understand is that um, the underlying trend of being bullish wearables is really, uh, first and foremost, an understanding of uh, Kurzweil's law of accelerating returns. You really have to understand that wearable technology is changing our lives and will change a lot of people's lives, especially in the next two decades, and that The smart glasses are the next smartphone industry. That is really a bold statement if you understand that for the last maybe uh, few years, uh, we had the telephone in the 1860s and 1880s. We had the radio in 1900. Television was 1920, dominated for about 60 years Until the PC era, which was around 1980. And around 1990, the mobile phone came. Around 2005 to 2007 to 2010 came the smartphone age. And until 2020, until now, you know how huge your life has become because of the smartphone. Now the PC, the mobile phone, the smartphone, the telephone, the radio, the TV... These are all technologies that have changed our lives for the better and um the adoption rate has come from about 0 to 95 or 90% penetration rate. Uh and what's going to be the biggest category in the next two decades in my view from about 2020 to 2040 would be the smart glasses. Now um you have to understand that uh, there's always about um the Gartner hype cycle. In a a law of accelerating returns, whenever you've got innovation, uh, it starts with this one. You've got an innovation trigger. So uh, in wearable technology, the innovation triggers right now go anywhere from blood chemical monitoring, medical imaging, blood pressure monitors, even optical HRMs, even fitness clothing, and then, of course, you've got peak of expectations uh, and trough of disillusionment. People are saying, what's wearable technology? Is it for fitness brands, for sleep monitoring? Is it to have a foot pressure sensor? And then, of course, you've got slope of enlightenment, which is um, you have wearable technology in the realm of prosthetics, uh, making you better human beings, uh, an Ironman leg or a better arm. You've got games like Cyberpunk 2077, exploring the augmented human body. Um, you've got the plateau of productivity, of course. Uh, at, at, at some point, um, wearable technology will have a plateau of productivity and that is the best space now um all of these things take time and it's i think that from a timeline i'd say that the wearable technology started somewhere from about 2010 and uh, 2012 was when google glasses first started it and failed uh right now it's about 2020 10 years after and the technology has actually become better you probably would know about garmin and uh in one of my first uh, presentations, I actually discussed that Garmin had intelligent driving video recorders. Uh, Garmin has also have a huge stake in the wearable technology uh, because Garmin can offer access to everything from last-mile navigation maps, vehicle-connected biometrics monitoring, contactless payment scanning to smart notifications, smart keys, and even other wireless media options. And as one of the world's largest GPS smartwatch and fitness wearable manufacturers, Garmin is uniquely positioned to leverage this rapidly evolving technology for automotive applications. Uh, we have today wireless key accesses using Bluetooth, low-energy technology, or near-field communication protocols for data sharing between devices Garmin can tailor keyless entry solutions, giving users the freedom and convenience of using their wearables or smart devices for secure vehicle access. You can leave the key and key chain behind as you live your active lifestyle. We've got wireless lock and unlock functions, meeting top industry safety standards for digital key management. Uh, in this day and age, we also have uh, biometrics monitoring Garmin already has a sensing and monitoring technology taking the human-machine interface to a whole new level. By streaming real-time your biometrics data from your Garmin wearable device to the vehicle's head unit, the connected cabin can monitor a wide range of human factors, adapting the environment for maximum driver efficiency, safety, comfort, and situational awareness. You will know uh, the Garmin has a vital sign for the vehicles. Uh, you've got high-end smartwatches having sensors to transmit your driver's stress levels, heart rate, blood oxygen levels, energy level, exercise step counts, other measures of one's physical status. I've seen a technology wherein I, sh- I saw like uh, somebody um, using Vuzex blade glasses, glasses. Um, ski and uh and that glass can actually record um his skiing and uh real time and um no if ever that there was a snowstorm or something the smart glass has gps so you will you will be found and i remember how how big that is because um what if there was a snowstorm or what if there was an earthquake um what if in two minutes a wearable technology actually said that danger was coming and it can tell everyone, your family, and there will never be a lost life because, um, because you just never had a technology to know where you were. Um, so with, with this kind of technology, you might say that your privacy is compromised, but I think there is a twofold way to think about this. Wearable trends will be pervasive, but there will be headwinds, and I think the biggest headwind would be how much privacy are we willing to give? Because we're not just giving privacy over our emails. Indeed, we're giving privacy over our bodies, over our locations, over everything that we have. It would solve our medical crisis indeed. That's the bullish case. Um, and I'm really, uh, I'm really bullish about this. Uh, the implications of augmented reality, virtual reality, all the promises of wearable technology um in providing us a bigger future and honestly speaking it's just so wide this trend this secular trend is so big um i'd say that you're you're looking at an industry that can go anywhere from 100 billion dollars to one trillion dollars and we're seeing companies today some of them are already one trillion dollars such as apple and google and of course facebook facebook's a 600 billion dollar company but uh even with those giants, we also have this small, these small companies that I believe are going to lead the way when it comes to these uh, foray. Of course, you've you've got Copin, you've got Vuzi. I think HIMAX has a huge uh, potential here as well. And then um, you've got even, of course, um, of course Oculus is very huge here. Uh, but uh, Oculus is already bought by facebook so it's part of facebook you've got companies like north uh focals by north which was bought by apple uh, by google which is i think um impressive to me so so um to tell you how big the wearables trend is As of December 2019, Gene Munster forecasted that Apple's wearables will account for 11% of total revenue next year, which is 2020, compared to 10% for the Mac. Now, last fiscal year, Apple's wearables have already accounted for about 8% of Apple's $260 billion in revenue compared to 10% for the Mac, meaning he was suggesting that Apple's wearables would grow 50%. Uh, he said that Apple's wearables could be a $100 billion business at the very least. Uh, Lo and behold, actually, um, in just a single month, Apple's wearables home and accessories segment, January 28, 2020, we actually saw that Apple's revenue for the wearables was already larger than Mac revenue for the very first time uh, when Apple revealed their blowout earnings report. In fact, uh, four months after, Apple's wearable category has set new quarterly revenue targets surpassing both Mac, which was uh, $5 billion, and iPad, which was $4.4 billion revenue during the quarter. Now, this is huge. Uh, the wearables category is huge. Um, people surmised, I remember that um, a couple of years ago, people were actually... Labeling the Apple Watch as a failure uh, when it was first introduced to the wearable technology. But actually, uh, even in the first foray of Apple, they earned a billion dollars in revenue per quarter for its initial sales. And that really changed people's minds. Looking forward to the next 10 years, I'm seeing that, of course, Apple would have competition in these segments. But um, I still believe that Apple will continue to hold at least half of the overall market throughout the next 10 years. Throughout the next 10 years, from 2020 to 2030, or even 2040, I'm thinking that the market for wearables would triple in China. um, Because, of course, China is big um, and it will be a very huge growth story uh not just for the usa um of course western europe could also see a huge level of consumer interest most products that will be manufactured by the wearable tech industry uh would see steady gains and then uh, there might be some failures along the way of course google glass failed in, in its initial foray in 2012 I'm not sure about 2020 uh, or 2022 when Google comes out with their enterprise edition and consumer edition part 2 but I do believe that um there's several disruptors in this uh age some of the industries that will um become winners here might not be listed and are privately owned uh they could be bought out by your big names but uh there will be a huge uh broad distribution I believe that there will be large-scale production and huge branding, um, and whoever succeeds in the next 10 years would be at least a 10X ten um, x or 100X company. So just for you to understand how broad and how huge this industry is, uh, forecasted unit shipments of wearable devices from 2017 to 2019 Um The smartwatch category used to have only 40 million, and then 2019, uh, the smartwatch doubled to about almost doubled to about 75 million. In the next three years, uh, we're seeing this 75 million go 115 million. Um, In fact, uh, they thought that was going to happen 2022. Right now, 2020, we're already seeing um, Apple smartwatches hitting a user base of 100 million. So. That 2022 might be year 2021. Of course, you also have the head-mounted display uh, showing a huge ramp-up. These are your um, headsets. Um, This was usually just 19 million in 2017. Uh, We already shipped 35 million as of 2019. This is expected to go double in three years to about 80 million. Another huge category, one of the most huge categories, is, of course, your um, Apple airPods, your ear-worn devices. Now, um, you've got 20 million shipped out 2017. As of 2019, it's about 46 million, total industry. This is expected to blossom four times to about 160 million in the next three years. These are huge, huge categories. Even your wristbands. Uh, wristbands your sports watches are also gonna show a huge category from about 54 million sold shipments in 2017 as an industry to as high as maybe 80 million in the next uh, three years so um, we are seeing huge growth in these devices Um, I've seen that from 2011 with 27 million shipments As of 2019, in just eight years, we've seen 20 million shipments go, uh, 27 million shipments go 211 million. And uh, this is just expected to go anywhere from 200 million today to as high as a billion devices in total in the next maybe five years or, yeah, maybe five years. So you're seeing a 5X move in five years. Or even uh, just a three X move in the next five years—that's huge. We're talking about um, 600 million devices potentially being worn by people, whether it be a smartwatch, head-mounted displays, smart clothing, ear-worn wristbands, sports watch. These will become huge, whether it be uh, delivered by Apple, by Garmin, by Google, by your Samsungs. Um, or whatever, like even um in my view, it could even be uh, a Vuzix that some people would wear. Or you could argue maybe some Snapchat spectacles. Um that that's also possible. Um but but I'm not betting my money on Snap <clears throat> even if they have those Snap Spectacles part two. Now uh consumer wearables revenues in the United States alone from from, from twenty fourteen to twenty nineteen in the last five years went from about uh, 2.2 billion in 2014, to 3.8 billion dollars in 2015, 5.8 billion dollars in 2016, 6.8 billion dollars in 2017, 8.8 billion dollars in 2018, 9.7 billion dollars in 2019. That's roughly five x from 2.2 to 10 billion in about five years. Um, that's revenues, and of course now 2020, you know that. Um, Apple's revenues in the wearable segment is already twenty billion. So, um, but that's because like Apple sells not just in the USA but worldwide. So uh, the stats a while ago shows you that about fifty percent likely of the of Apple's total wearables sold right now is in US. But uh, this technology is going worldwide. Similarly, the number of wearable device users even in the US alone. Uh, has already quadrupled in the last five years. So you are seeing a lot of wearable device users, whether it's a smartwatch, whether it's a smartphone, as uh, not, not a smartwatch or an ear-worn uh, device. It went from about 25 million in 2014 to as high as 87 million in 2019. So uh, definitely, those who labeled um, wearable technology as uh, as a failure in 2012 uh, is wrong. In fact, we have seen a lot of uh, confirmation that the next biggest thing of Apple is likely to be a combination of what it does best. Create amazing technology, it's called consumer tech. Um, Remember that um, Apple bought Intel's 5G modem business in 2019. And that technology is not only expected to power the future iPhones, but it's actually a natural fit in other types of wearable tech. Apple has already been the biggest player in wearable technology with its Apple Watch, AirPods, AirPods Pro. Uh, That is your $20 billion revenue today. And Apple is saying that wearables will present the most important area of their future growth. In fact, Apple knew that iPhone sales would slow down in the next uh, few years such that the iPhone is just going to be unchanged. Uh, It's not going to have a huge, huge difference. Uh, But the biggest growth of Apple now would come from its uh, futuristic products, the headsets, the glasses, which is expected to be released anywhere from 2022 2022 to 2023 we're talking about two to three years from now it's going to go mainstream now apple has been rumored to be working on a set of ar glasses for a while now and um that speculation i believe is hugely valid because um when you check all of apple's roadmaps uh they are really heading even the ar dev kits you could see that uh, apple has has been buying a lot of uh, small private equity firms That really ties up to that uh, big, big Apple Glass future, maybe two to three years from now. And they've probably been working at it for the last 10 years, by the way. So no other company would ever have the same level of success dominating this category uh, than Apple. So it could be a few years from now, but actually um, it is impossible to be bullish wearables without being bullish Apple. Now, you have to understand that I did say that Google is also a potential winner in the wearable space. And you might actually doubt it because of the failure of Google uh, in uh, Google Glass. Now, last year, November 2019, Google bought Fitbit. And that deal means a lot for the wearable market. Um, Who's Fitbit? For those who don't know, um, Fitbit um, was bought out by Google for roughly $2.1 billion dollars. Now, um, 2.1 billion dollars for Fitbit. Why did Apple? uh, Sorry, why did Alphabet buy Fitbit? I see that because um, long-term vision of Google is to expand around growing related fitness and health. uh, Expand Google's ability to handle your data, personal data, in the realm of medical. Um, and buying Fitbit allows Google to have a second-place hold in the U.S. wearable market, which is already led by Apple in the first place. So uh, Fitbit is uh, going to have an immediate impact for Google's wearable technology, which will run on Android OS. Um, there will be a value for North America um, if, uh, if, if Apple can hit $5 billion in a quarter, um, Fitbit can hit, with Google, can probably hit about $2 billion in one quarter, given that Fitbit was able to ship 7.7 million units in one quarter of uh, 2019, and it was growing 40%. So more than 60% of Apple's uh, global watch shipments, of course, are in North America, um, where it's it's it, it has about forty to fifty percent market share depending on the growth trajectory that you are looking at. Fitbit has a twenty-five percent market share, and uh, Samsung's wearable products, which runs on its own Tizen OS, is still very small at ten percent market share. So um, these are very huge, Apple, Google, Samsung. uh, You know them as uh, smartphone makers, but you should know them as smart glass makers in the next 10 years. This is an emerging hardware category that would benefit Apple, Google um, in multiple ways also in the software search. Software side of course a user uh would have a lot of reasons to use apple and google because uh google has your data google can marry that data in building a lot of uh device uh software piggybacking on that uh, on on that so it helps the google cloud service um it will help google's ways it will help a lot of things uh in leveraging uh that data to establish um a retail distribution for Google, which it never had because from a retail standpoint, Apple has that retail format for the consumers. And Google wants to increase that reach because uh, Google never had that. So Google needed to leverage Fitbit. And uh, Fitbit is a well-known brand in this uh, smartwatch uh, category. So it will increase Google's ability to have that future wearable products um, sold to you. Everybody knows that uh, smartphones have reached a plateau in the global market. And um, and Apple's revenue surpassing that of iPad and Mac is a huge uh, validation that we are indeed in the right path of, uh, of seeing Apple in the wearable technology domination space for the next 10 years, 10 to 20 years. So uh, <clears throat> the user penetration rate right now in 2018... Um, for the wearables market, went from eleven percent to thirty-four percent, and uh, I'd say that this was go- this will go somewhere from about thirty-four percent in twenty eighteen, to as high as fifty to potentially ninety percent. I don't know if it's going to happen in twenty twenty-five um, or twenty twenty-six, but um, I'm I'm viewing this in the next five to six years as a very huge category uh consumers are going to decide to either buy a watch or a glass. Uh just so you know, um Google Glass is trying to sell a uh, $1000 uh Google Glass and then um Vuzix Glade, which is already out in the market today, sells at $999. So um is it worth it? Like is that $1000 worth it? For those who have used Vuzi's crazy smart glasses, the answer is yes. Um, you're actually seeing right now, um, early adopters already see this uh, wearable trend. And uh, if, if you're actually investing two years early from a mainstream trend, uh, I think that you can make at least 2x uh, or 5x. So um Imagine if you bought if you were buying Apple uh, in 2007 or even in 2005, whether you've bought Apple or um, yeah. So I know that you've made money if you if you've done that. So the wearable tech uh, is really huge. Uh, you've got Intel. Uh, Intel is huge here as well. Intel owns uh, Vuzix. Uh, Vuzix is an American national technology firm. Um, technology firm. It was founded in 1997 by Paul Travers, and it is a supplier of wearable uh, display technology, virtual reality, augmented reality. Uh, They manufacture and also sell custom computer display devices and software. They are leaders in this um, realm. They actually already have a product. It's called the M400 and M4000. And uh, what I want you to know is that it has huge Uh, enterprise applications as well the vuzix m400 is right now in the market already shipped and is the most powerful enterprise smart glass on the market remember when um when there used to be a non-iphone that actually dominated remember nokia and remember blackberry so um i think right now vuzix is the iphone one version of the smart glass uh, this one is already there um, and, and people who have tried Vuzix are already happy with it. Um, you could use it in multiple applications. Uh, some of it is being used already for uh, for education applications. And right now, because of the COVID pandemic, the smart glasses have been proven to um, support uh, be a secular trend beneficiary for remote support capabilities. So... Um, it is a company today that's still trading at a market cap of just $114 million. If the share price is 2.5, you're buying it at $100 million. If you're buying it at a third, let's say you bought it at $3, you're just buying it at $120 million. And this company has cash of $17 million with a huge ownership of, from Intel. Institutional investors own about 26%. The CEO and CFO owns 11% uh, combined. So uh, you see that this is a heavily um, founder-led company. And they are very bullish in the next 10 to 20 years, especially for wearable computing, augmented reality, optics, display engines, um, solutions to customers. Uh, And it's not just them who's bullish. The entire augmented reality market opportunity is huge. Uh, Global smart glass is expected to reach $100 billion in five years. It might not even be five years. It could happen in just about three years. Uh, The global augmented reality is projected to rise. um, Some people are saying it's $125 billion. Some say $100 billion by 2024. Um, you, you know, um, it really depends who you listen to, but um, I think we can all agree that it's a huge market. Whether it's a $100 billion market or more than that, uh, we are going to that phase. Now, uh, so far in this COVID-19, Vuzix, with a product already shipped, uh, has their smart glasses being used by telemedicine. So uh, doctors have been using the smart glasses. So, uh, ViewsX reseller 1Minute has placed multiple volume all orders for VUZX m 400s this year due to the strong interest in Europe for their healthcare and telemedicine solution. VUZX reseller Gem Vision also rep- recently placed a replenishment order for VUZX m 400s to support remote healthcare needs in the Netherlands. John Hopkins Hospital using VUZX M400 to help patient intumation to host virtual patient rounds. The University of Louis V School of Medicine is currently testing the M400 across six different facilities and has plans to deploy Vuzix glasses across their network, expanding the program in educational training in addition to patient care. In Thailand, the Vuzix blade smart glasses are now being used for COVID-19 patient care at one of the country's main hospital sites used for COVID uh, patients, quarantined COVID patients. So uh, VUZX, of course, is a broad solution already there in place to address this market. Um, the smart glasses, the M-series, they have the M400 for the enterprise. They've got the M4000, which is the VUZX blade. Also for enterprise or first uh, security first responders or even um, pro-consumers, um, It is a 10 to, it's anywhere from a billion to a $10 billion plus industry for Vuzix alone. Um, Of course, uh, Vuzix also has custom projects across multiple industries, whether it be um, for warehousing, logistics, or something. It could be a $100 million OEM solution if it's customized. Now, um, of course, you've seen that uh, it has been growing. Uh, The growth has been steadily strong, especially uh, we saw like VUZX sales in April and May already uh, going up more than um, significantly above your first quarter revenues. So uh, when it comes to earnings space, I think uh, when you see VUZX report, it's anywhere from 100 to 200% growth and increases. And they're also getting a lot of uh, order sizes globally. In fact, um, you you have now. Why is it that Vuzix M400 is selling so well? Uh, for those who aren't aware, Vuzix is already an Android operating system with Qualcomm Snapdragon SXR1 platform. It is the most powerful, one of the most powerful standalone smart glasses available. They have OLED display, GPS, multi-finger touchpad, eight-core ARM 64 processors, six gigabytes of memory. Includes full voice control for apps and OS, allowing true hands-free operation. It's integrated with your Zoom for telehealth medicine. Uh, it's integrated with your Skype for business. They have 12.8 MP camera with image stabilization and face detect autofocus for faster scanning with a large scanning range. They support a broad line of wearable accessories. It has a ruggedized IP67 water and dust rated, drop tested for 2 meters, standard USB-C connector for external battery connection, higher streaming video frame rate with 2 times plus resolution improvement. And the beautiful thing is that m hundred is already shipping as I said. So it's not like next year, it's already here uh the vuzix m4000 and enterprise smart glasses have already been in production and they have uh they have available shipments uh they're gonna ship it out already in second half this is an enterprise solution for an entire vuzix optical waveguide providing a complete non-occluded see-through heads-up display Uh, if you've ever been dreaming of uh, having Edith or having jarvis it's already here Uh, you have the first version today so um The M4000 represents the VUZIX Smart Glasses solution. Uh, It has a lot of applications. In terms of uh, dynamics, uh, you've got today uh, an 8-hour battery life. Uh, VUZIX M-Series have comfort, battery, display functionality, price, software support, and weight. It's anywhere from $1,000 to $2,500. Google Glass has a $999, Epson came out with a $500, it's not selling well, uh, some competitors are so expensive, uh, you've got RealWear $2,500, Microsoft HoloLens 2 is $3,500, Magic Leap 1 is anywhere from $2,300 to $3,300. Why um, could win very hugely, or not could win, but is already winning. Is because it also has a strong software team support. Uh, they have a lot of apps already integrated. Uh, with ViewSex Glasses, they've worked with uh, Yelp reviews. So like if you go out and see a restaurant, um, a Yelp review will just come out. If you go to a grocery, when you check like a Cheerios uh, cereal, you could see everything about Cheerios. Uh, it's already integrated with amazon alexa if you if you have Amazon Alexa, so really uh, you will have a lot of smart uh, devices working in conclusive working uh well and um, it's all an inter it's like your internet of things it's really happening today music uh, uh, is churning out a lot of uh, third party development, keeping the products current with uh, apple OS feature enhancements. So uh, Vuzix is a a platform agnostic, so it would have uh, Apple OS integration, it would have Google integration. So that's what's good with Vuzix. Uh, The goal is that they could promote um, themselves as a hardware and a software company uh, as you use your Vuzix smart glasses. They could increase total revenues from each hardware sale providing annuity with software subscriptions, both through the Vuzix app store and software bundles, increasing that loyalty rate um, to them. So imagine if BlackBerry started with something like this in the first place, it would not have been easily appended. So beyond enabling the frontline and remote workers during the pandemic, um, there was also a use case for Vuzix smart glasses for Verizon, For a remote support for service and maintenance for the fiber and copper technicians for the 5G uh, future, the results was actually 88% faster task completion, 77% error reduction assist. You also have uh, another customer called A1 Telecom Austria Group. V- Vuzix helped them uh, for remote field service re- support for installation and maintenance. Of course, the result is a uh, super sign- supervisor sign off were completed in just 25% of the previous time. Uh, you've got a company called uh, OBD. T- uh, Vuzix helped them for real-time expert troubleshooting without a troublesome cross-border commute and extended wait time. In effect, it resulted to a 60% faster machine repair, reducing travel costs. Uh, VUZEG's remote support enabled SATS, uh, giving them a 600-plus smart glasses deployed on the tarmac at the Changi Airport for baggage and cargo handling. In effect, the result was the aircraft turnaround time was cut by up to 15 minutes per flight. So a lot of cost savings there. Definitely, uh, smart glasses in enterprise are already being applied right now in warehouse logistics for barcode scanning, order picking and fulfillment, video recording. For telemedicine, it's a uh, remote video and recording procedure assistance. In fact, Vuzix smart glasses already uh, had a successful knee surgery. Um, that procedure assistance wherein you've got an expert support uh, team um, at home and then you've got a surgeon also in um in the hospital so it it is a superior um procedure assistance using smart glasses in in, in telemedicine of course you've heard me say about the field service for verizon that tells you that smart glasses can be used for remote support field service and training uh, for manufacturing companies, uh, smart glasses are being used for work instruction. Maybe you're fixing a pipe, you're fixing a fiber optics there. With a video step confirmation and quality assurance, it's very helpful. It's a, the smart glass enables that person to as if be there to help you uh, without being there. So with superior speech recognition and noise-canceling implementation, Vuzix products are truly hands-free to operate in near any environment. So um, you can integrate advanced technologies in the next generation AR smart glasses. You're seeing custom display engines for Vuzix. Uh, You've got the Vuzix optical waveguides, uh, the Qualcomm XR platforms. These are uh, technologies that are shaping to be very strong for the AR smart glass uh, future. Of course, uh Qualcomm definitely will uh benefit from this. So I'm I'm not saying that Musix is the pick. We're not saying that Apple is the pick. I'm showing you the entire format because there are many winners in an AR world. So honestly, um you might think that maybe uh for you, maybe Apple uh is the best for you. Um, but um there's a lot like I I, I, I haven't mentioned to you Copen, right? Um In one of my presentations, I've discussed that um, there are, of course, many players here. There's Vuzix Blade. There's Snap Spectacles retrying their 2.0 version. Of course, Google Acquired North uh, for their 2.0 version as well. Uh, Focals, that would be, um, of course, Apple Glasses is your leader. Um, There's a lot of applications happening right now. Uh, for those who are aware or not aware, I think that you would follow. You could follow um, Google AR and VR, and of course, you want to follow VR in Focus. Um, uh, that would be at VR Focus. They bring you immersive tech news updates and reviews. Um, what's the role of? Uh, What about, like, we talked about augmented reality for the wearable technology. But the wearable technology will also uh, bring about a foray for virtual reality, which is a full immersive experience. Uh, And in that, you would actually not be um, surprised that Oculus from Facebook is the leader there. Uh, For the VR, of course, uh, Oculus has become a division of Facebook technologies after um, Palmer Luckey, the founder, uh was been acquired uh, in march 2014 for about 2.3 billion dollars in cash and stock the company has uh, partnered with uh, samsung to develop the samsung gear vr uh oculus right now has uh shipped about five million dollars worth of shipments of oculus west in june 2019 in just two weeks oculus quest is um one of the best uh and it's coming in 2021 um there's a lot of uh, really great Oculus Quest uh, that games already. There's Oculus Studios on, with the help of Unreal Engine. You can actually now download Phantom uh, Covert Ops. It is uh, one of the best uh, virtual games, virtual reality games. Um, so gaming is going to be huge, and education is also going to be huge. This immersive experience, immersive th- theater, it's so huge that... Um, Niantic recently got $200 million. Niantic, of course, is the studio that created the Pokemon Go. They're partnering with the uh, Sleep No More creators, the Punch Drunk, uh, to bring AR to a more immersive theater. So I think the future is so bright. In fact, uh, Oculus also has a partnership with Walt Disney Animation Studios Virtual Reality Shorts uh, for, um, for a Frozen Tale. Uh, this will be a follow-up for the Spirits of Air, Fire, Water, and Earth stepping into the world of frozen Um, in the future of AR and VR I think that you have to watch for John C. Fan he's the CEO of Copen there's actually a video about this um, in 2017 wherein he explains how how Copen and Google are already working um, for the new Glass Enterprise Edition 2 this is Google's second attempt to handle Google Glass correctly the Glass would be a uh, Enterprise Edition 2. Google Glass 2 will be a wearable computer fitting into the user's workflow, helping them remain engaged and focus on their work. Copen is also um, just a $100 million company, which I think will become a huge, huge winner in this, uh, in this, um, in this realm. So Copen Technology is a leading developer and solution for wearable devices with a near-eye micro-display being utilized by Google and Google 2. Copen was also the micro-display supplier to Google's very first-generation Glass Enterprise Edition. So the Google Glass, I think, will um, become a big, big uh, big move in the next uh, 10 years. So um, the momentum behind wearable devices has grown thanks to Apple, um, and it's going to grow further in the future. So um, I think like uh, there's a lot of great stuff um, maybe um, for you. You 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 never probably thought about this, but think about this. Apple held a developers conference a few weeks ago, um, and um, Apple should frighten all the competitors. Okay, um, given how it has grown in the wearable space, it's likely to be the leader. And Apple, uh, it seems, is is growing so fast here that um, Google has to really catch up. And uh so as for Facebook and Samsung. Now um you might say that if uh if Google fails, then Copen fails because Copen and Google work together. Uh and how about VUZI? VUZI right now is here. So um this I so so I think that so far I would say that these are all winners. Um they are all winners for me, whether it be Apple, Vuzi, uh Facebook, Google, Copen, um, the the huge uh, the huge installed base of Apple is of course uh, a res. It's also huge for it's huge for all. Like uh, it's 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 a huge future for all of us. Um, Apple is just in the early stage. Um, according, you know, in my estimate, maybe in the future, yes, um, we will have a fifty percent penetration rate. Maybe we'll have 500 million people use an Apple Watch or an Apple Glass. Maybe 500 million or a billion. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but um, in any case, I think like um, what, what you have to know is that there is a huge huge industry coming for you. And um, you've got a lot of winners here. Uh, Apple indeed is strong in Apple Watch Airpods. This wearable trend is going to be for the next 10 years. So just like the iPhone has been unveiled in 2007 uh, and even until now, 2020, and even maybe at 2025, it will still continue to be a strong cash flow machine. Um, Think about what's going to happen in the next 10 years. And I hope that this helps you Um, very, very, I I hope that I opened your eyes to uh, smart glasses I hope that uh, you actually look at this space. I really believe in the wearable trends. And uh, I'm sorry about like last Friday's uh, class. I hope that this uh, helps serve you why I love uh, wearable trends. Thank you very much. I'm very bullish on wearables. Bye-bye.